Greetings. I'm Sonia Brooks, the Song Bee, and this is The Vibe Juice. And here we are. Welcome to episode number 14. And this is your girl, Sonia Song B. Welcome to the Vibe Juice. And today I have the invincible, wonderful, most wonderfulest host <laughs> of the most. My brother, Ali Arashi. Black! Right on, right on. And we doing it. It is episode 40, my brother. It is still Black History Month. <laughs> yes. And uh, here we are vibing so thank you for vibing with we and uh so today's topics i'm just going to say some things we're going to touch on today and i'll give you a lead up we're going to talk about biden's leadership in the face of putin we're going to talk about those 15 boxes mm. trump mm. snuck out the white house we'll mm. come back to that more distractions uh how about the uh sentencing of uh kim a uh, former uh, police officer Kim Potter, who fatally shot and killed Dante Wood. And uh, so we'll get started today. So, Brother Ali. Yes. What do you think about Putin? Putin's, Putin, I always want to call him Putin, Putin, Putin. Anyway, <laughs> Putin, Putin, anyway. <laughs> this invasion of the Ukraine and how we're this at a time right now when the economy is flopped uh inflation is through to the moon joining bezos and everybody else um and uh biden's ratings are are at a low and allegedly they're the second lowest of any president in other than yours truly trump (laughs) you think (laughs) So you think that uh, what's what's going on? What's going down? You think that what, we've got something what I think is happening? Here? What I think is happening is that we are seeing the inevitable results of the accumulation of an extreme narcissistic madman. I okay, mm-hmm. and madman is true. Um, are you talking about Biden or Putin? <laughs> Well, Biden it, or Putin. I mean, Biden, Putin, or Trump. Yeah, because they right? okay. Um, specifically, specifically mm-hmm. Trump, but in relation to the conflict currently between the U.S. and the new mm-hmm. USSR, because that's something a lot of people in the articles I'm seeing, mm-hmm. only a few have had the the audacity. To say, listen, y'all know what this is. This is Putin telling the world, I'm not, the USSR is not over. Clearly, right? Okay. And he's going to bulldoze it. I mean, why he lied in the face. You know, that was just such a waste of of, um, American media time. Yeah. To even meet with Biden to push that BS. Yeah. You know, it's like See, he, he's and, and no, no one Trump behaved that way. He's who, who is he emulating or trying to thought he could. Yeah. No one to me, no one is paying attention to the fact that the Ukraine is like one tenth of the problem. See, cause he's all the former USSR states 
are facing different levels of attack. Right. Some are some of it's political. Some of it, you know, is is um, political. Is is talking political. shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But it just so happens that Ukraine is the leading public example. Well, it's such a strategic positioning for him, clearly, right? Of course. He's been so bitter since the takeover of the Crimea, right? Yeah. So, was, was that 2014? Mm-hmm. So, that whole area, and so he can sh- shoehorn uh, uh, Ukraine, yeah. which is what he's done with his yeah. army right now. And he's already, see, people forget he's already whacked off a hunk. Right. Of Ukraine, right? He's already deliberately. Look, right. that's Russia, right? See, and right. I'm just waiting for the day when he goes public and says that the USSR never left. <laughs> See, because he's got his own big lie mm-hmm. that he's pu- 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 pushing in right. Europe, right? And those people in in France and Germany and England, uh, Spain. And others, they know what the the European version of the big lie is. What's that? That is that the USSR died. Oh, no. And we know that that's not the case, really, ever. Well, that look, that's where all that's where all these little countries come from. Exactly. They were all subservient, damn near slave like states to USSR. Right. Ukraine is one of those that's been in the news repeatedly mm-hmm. because got basketball players from there too. <laughs> okay, but one of the things I think that that I think Biden may not have been clear on the real deal, okay. and that it wasn't just the Ukraine. It wasn't just a, an immediate, you know, threat of war. Uh, mm-hmm. a military conflict right. put it that way right. whatever level they took it to right. but I think now Biden is a little clearer in terms of what his what Putin's long term plan is right. well, okay. his long term plan because he has shit going in four other Eastern European nations I'm sure separate from mm-hmm. the Ukraine right yeah and he wouldn't he, be Putin if he didn't ah Okay, it's I mean it's just like hey that that's Putin, right? But I really think that uh, I think Putin's gonna find himself. I think he's gonna find that he's cornered himself. Not that the U.S. cornered him, okay. not that France or Germany or NATO or whoever uh-huh. you fucking want to blame. Uh-huh. But I think he acted out far in advance of what he should have done. Hmm. See, because if he really wants to control the Ukraine, there's a way to do it. Outside, but of it's not up of his version or threats. His version. Presenting. The the threat of invasion feeds right into what NATO has been saying ten years. Mm. Putin is gonna make some moves, right. and he's gonna seize some shit. Mm-hmm. And he did fourteen. I mean, twenty fourteen. You know, so that's what, uh, seven years ago? Okay. So none of this is new. Right. But. And I'm sure Secret Service and all the other all high intelligence always has had their finger on what he's been doing. Of course. So this is not new. It's just that now the voila, because he's making, we gotta voila, 
you know, and strategically talk about this in a in a, a digestible political way and get folks ready. What <laughs> right. we don't get ready to deal with. Yeah. You know, because it's going to impact our, our, our prices. I think that Biden's initial view may have been what you just said, mm-hmm. that he's setting the stage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's moving shit into position, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not just the Ukraine border, but Crimea, mm-hmm. two or three other former USSR states. Yeah. That he's setting the stage to where it can be like dominoes. Blip. Yeah. I hit one. Do, 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 do. Just fall right and the other just fall in line once they see what happens to that first one. Right. Because I think initially it was like over what was it, less than 20 countries, but but close around that number that fell to the USSR. I mean, when I mean, when it, oh, yeah. when it crumbled. Yeah. Right. Well, but see, that's that's something else. The, the USSR's view mm-hmm. of Eastern Europe mm-hmm. is comparable to me, is comparable directly to China's view hmm. of the whole Asiatic world. Taiwan. Maybe and right and, and North Korea, South Korea. Mm. See? Mm. And Hong I think Kong. that just Hong Kong, mm-hmm. uh, Malaysia, right. uh, on and on and on. Right. Okay? But I think that <clears throat> more and more people, especially those that just follow shit, mm-hmm. more and more people are seeing the moves on the chessboard. See, because that's, I mean, you know, no matter what we think of Putin, Putin's not an ignorant motherfucker. No, he's not a Trump. So, see, okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> right. But that's so true. I just had to. This is so true. But Putin knows that as long as he maintains the facade and the appearance of what he's doing. So funny. Yeah. Okay. He can make all them other moves. It's so funny. Why do you even waste the time? Well, I think because he understands that. See, NATO, NATO has been talking about bringing the Ukrainian right. going and on damn near ten years. And he doesn't want that because that weakens his his, well, his also, objective. It, well, it weakens his objective, but also, if Ukraine is a part of NATO, then NATO is sitting on front, on uh, Putin's back door. Sitting on his back porch teeny, teeny peeny tip so so yeah so the threat of that which clearly he feared that uh the uh the, the leader of ukraine or whatever that yeah. this is what they're they're posturing and aligning themselves to become a part of you of nato of nato and he knows so the fear of that is causing him to take this aggressive action now even though these goals not saying that they were always in his path Right. His plan right. Anyway, but he's pressured to act. Quick, well, well, it's like it. if you if you really want what you say you want, mm. you better get busy. Right. He's yeah. Because now you you can you can miss the move, mm-hmm. and you out the game. Yeah. See, you out the game, and Ukraine, and I give them credit. Ukraine has maintained a very 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 staunch mm-hmm. policy of anti-Putin. We don't give a fuck what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's Putin, no. <laughs> Period. Don't, don't 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 ask when you when you put Putin. If Putin's, it flies like a poot, if it walks like a poot, it's a Putin. <laughs> and we ain't going with it, right? Um, but the, the I think that um, 
I'm not absolutely sure, but I, I get a sense that NATO and NATO allies and the U.S. in particular have pretty much, I think, done what they can do mm. to avoid overt military engagement. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, and that because I'm gonna tell you, to me, when when he seized part of Ukraine before. It has been two, three, four years ago. Mm. When he did that, that is when I would have suggested moving. Oh, really? To say, okay. stop. Stop Instead right there. Of, yeah. Stop right there, motherfucker. Instead of waiting. Because I know, I know why you're making that move and how it fits into your upcoming moves. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Mm. And I think that's one reason that caused Putin to speed up. Like, okay, well, y'all, you didn't say shit. Now, okay, right. I'm going for all of the Ukraine. Well, you know what? And I know Putin probably felt he really needed Trump. Yeah. You know, he needed that a puppet. He yeah. needed that puppet. And him. and I think that Putin, I, I know, I believe that Putin is more than narcissistic, cynical, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call him. To make moves Mm -hmm. to where he was going to keep the pressure up on Trump, Hmm. knowing that the last thing Trump wanted was any in-depth engagement militarily. Mm -hmm. While he would would have been or could have been in office. No, no, fuck that. No, he didn't want that. See, look, I'm too busy grifting. (laughs) I don't have time. You see, you want to do serious shit. I'm talking about making money. Mm. That's that. that's what right. he do. That's right. what Trump does. Right. Huh. But I think that with with Putin and uh, Trump, uh, Putin and Trump, Putin and Biden, <laughs> with right. Putin and Biden currently, Biden may be enjoying some of people's reluctance. Mm-hmm. They didn't like it when Trump was president. Mm-hmm. So now that they got somebody else in office, who's also not a Putin fan, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're fanning the flames. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You see that? You see what he did over there? Did you, did you see that? Did you see that? Uh-huh. You know, and they, they fanning the flames. Biden, on one hand, probably wants to smash this motherfucker. I'm sure. But on the other hand, he knows that that could be a tra- trap mm. in itself. Right, gotcha. So there's a book uh, that I'm not sure when it came out. It was called The Prisoners of Geography yeah. by Tim Marshall's Geopolitical Politics and explains how the rivers, sea, mountain, glaciers, forests, plains dictate international relations of Russia and China, as well as the U.S., Europe, of course, nations, etc. And however, uh, what we have is, you know, how uh, the... Uh, this the threat of not having the seaport, uh, you know, uh, Russian having access to the yeah, seaport. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Russian Navy cannot get out of the Baltic Sea either because NATO has control of the uh, some straits around there. Yeah, which connects to where they want. This is a big thing. He does not want, by all means, Ukraine to become a part of NATO. And and interestingly enough. Mm. Other nations mm-hmm. that don't belong to NATO, 
but they're in that that scope. Okay. They're in that scope, yeah. right? Uh-huh. They're using it to keep fucking with Putin. <laughs> See, I know he hates that shit. Okay, it's like, look, motherfucker, don't don't shit. talk that shit to me about what you're gonna run up. You ain't even gonna run up in here and do a goddamn thing. <laughs> right. One, we are prepared mm-hmm. for the throwdown. <laughs> Two. NATO would love an excuse to blow your ass out the water. Okay. See, and he's invested enough to where no matter what they think of Putin, mm-hmm. they would be forced if they engaged to go full bore. Hmm. Top speed, maximum impact, you know, NATO, the U.S., I'm, you know, everybody's going to get on the team. Yeah. And that's what he, that's to me, what is, is inhibiting him hmm. right now is that, yeah, yeah, I could, I, you know, I could invade Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I might even be able to pull it off. But the resulting conflict, mm-hmm. you know, like win today mm-hmm. and be engaged in direct military conflict for the next 10 years. No, <laughs> no, that's not, mm. that's not Putin's plan. Putin is, he's trying to do it with minimal right. investment, minimal military engagement, mm-hmm. none if possible. Right, right. But, you know, I'm sure he, he and his boys is looking at the shit, the writing on the wall and saying, eh, I don't know, man. Mm. I don't know. Because then, now, what if, for example, mm-hmm. and I, have, I haven't seen an article about this, but I'm, I'm sure it's being discussed. Okay, now, given the Republican Party's shit talking, yeah, because they're using this to try to say his performance is just, you know, they use everything. Yeah, Yeah. but if they retook the White House, Mm -hmm. let's loan the Senate and the House in twenty twenty four, but well, between now and twenty twenty four, then. The Republicans would consider themselves cursed because they would inherit the shit that Biden is dealing with now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, and blame him for it. Oh, oh well, yeah, but they they had to do more than blame because right. if it goes down militarily, there's some Republicans, not Trumpers, mm-hmm. but there's non-Trumpers Republicans right. who would want to blow that motherfucker off the planet. Hmm. Fuck it. Just end, end the threat, end, end all the worrying, and the yang, 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 yang. You know, it's so amazing, too, at the same time, you know, that uh, Ukraine was a country that they tried to, when Biden was running for president, they tried to, his son, uh, Bo, is that his name? Biden's son? Oh, I know who you're talking about, Hunter. Hunter, Hunter, excuse me. Tie him, you know, they tried to create that uh, uh, a dirty yeah. uh, corporate connection, Yeah, you know, with yeah. politics and um you know, and they were looking for some wrongdoing and they couldn't find it. The Republicans couldn't find it. But they, you know, so everything about like Ukraine obviously probably rubs Putin wrong in every In every way world. it can, dude. Right. That was the crown jewel, as he referred to, of uh, the USSR. Yeah. That ain't there no more. So he's been his his ass has been sore about this for a long time. Oh yeah. Well so, see as as the remember now who where Putin came from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he comes from 
the paramilitary intelligence right. world right. KGB. of Rush KGB. Right. So he knows the secrets. Right. He knows the dirty right. deals. He always has. Right. That any and everybody cut mm-hmm. when we was all, you know, rollicking together. <laughs> okay. Um, but I really think he's been so frustrated because with Ukraine, it's like at one point, I thought we had some influence there. Mm. Then the anti-corruption uh, campaign started, right? That goes back to the the um, the ambassador that Trump and them dumped from the Ukraine. Mm. Remember that mm. in the first impeachment hearing. Yes. Okay. Okay. And her thing was, I mean, they just they, in the middle of it, they just called her home. Bam, you gone. That's right. That's right. Take your ass home. Yeah. They go. No. Right. Shut up and go home. Now, one thing, no matter what, they all have to agree right now, whether they want to. I mean, you got stupid people that uh, like Ted Cruz and whatever talking, you know, that's going to continue to talk shit. But the Senate is all behind Trump because they can't say that he's done anything, that everything he's doing is what he needs to do, at least to keep that pressure on Putin right now. And I think, honestly, mm-hmm. I think the Republicans are happy. That the the onus falls on Biden. Yeah, and not because because they with Trump. Right. Oh, they really oh. don't. It's like exactly, bing. and it'd be all kind of weird. I just roll the dice. Dirty, dirty. What did I come up with? Right, and nothing. Is Snake like, eyes to turn, or seven seven eleven or what? I don't see anything wrong. You know, he's a good guy. There's nothing wrong. and He's exerting mm-hmm. the influence he has because he is Putin. Exactly. See, and that I could, I could literally see Trump 2024. <laughs> Look, I got a good relationship <laughs> with Putin. We're going to pimp the world. We're, we're, we're he knows good. I'm a grifter. I know he's a grifter. Right. Okay, he and may. as well. And all. Okay. All is well. All is well in hell. Yeah. <laughs> turn your head. All is well. Okay. So or don't turn your head. Fuck you. Nothing more here to see people. Turn your head. Now, speaking of Trump, mm-hmm. somebody got caught with their 15 boxes in their pants now. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Marlago. So, yeah. So, 15 boxes of classified information. Trump. Some marked from the White top House. It could mean 15 years felony charges over National Archive documents. Top secret marked documents? Now, isn't this, again, the pot calling the kettle back? Why is right now Fox News playing all of these uh, sp- special uh, programs about Hillary Tripp? Uh, Hillary Tripp, excuse me, pardon me. About uh, Les Linda Tripp, excuse me, <laughs> Hillary Clinton and her email, which was from how long ago? It's damn near seems like decades ago. No, no, dear, this is 2022. Yeah, we're but, talking about but, 2013, but 2012. Again, more distraction. They don't want to talk about, you know, uh, because the very thing, remember how he was always calling his whole campaign crooked Hillary, sent her to prison. I want them to look at, you know, all those emails and all of this, that, and the other. And he did start doing things, you know, 
behind what Hillary Clinton and here he is he turned around fifth removed and they said there was some rumor of it when he left the White House that he was removing things that he shouldn't have taken he was tearing which is up what and led, burning up which things is what, which is what led to the National Archives folks these understand these people the National Archive mm-hmm. organization mm-hmm. their job is really like damn near clerical right. okay I mean we know each president's administration mm-hmm. has people in place to maintain documentation of what they're doing, what they're not doing, conflicts, blah, blah, deals cut, all that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's why it was stupid to me, entirely unintelligent, mm-hmm. to think you're going to leave the White House and take classified documents you're not even supposed to take motherfucking emails hello okay let's loan shit stamp they they showed on uh rachel maddow Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. rachel maddow had pictures Hmm. held up by national archive staff Mm -hmm. of documents on their face they had been marked top secret really classified okay now that means there's no doubt about what the fuck you did. Mm. You know what you did. Mm-hmm. And to link it to the, the issue you mentioned about destruction of documents. Right. Now we now see, so now it's like, oh, okay. So you knew there would be an investigation about your administration. One way or the other. Now, whether whether it's whether it's Trump and Pence, January sixth, whatever the fuck. You knew there would be investigations. You knew there would be demands for documents, right? And you took fifteen boxes. They're saying there's something like three hundred thousand pages. Not only that, he allegedly now before we even heard about the boxes, he allegedly tore up and destroyed all kind of stuff. You heard about the toilets? (laughs) No. In the White House, the toilets were fucked up, right? Right around the time that Trump had to face the fact that the world said that Biden was president, and the Trump the, the Trump administration received a bill for something like ninety thousand dollars. Is that because they destroyed the toilets or something? No, no, what? because he tried to flush them. That's what I mean. Right. This motherfucker really thought you just gonna stand over the toilet and wow. just flush. Top secret shit. Or even worse. Even worse. Mm -hmm. Because they said that a lot of what he flushed was stuff that had to deal with the inner workings Mm. of the White House. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't so much top secret, you know, classified, but could have been more important Mm. in terms of like this January 6th investigation. Mm -hmm. That's why the January 6th investigation, when they saw the notice of the plumbing bill. Right. And they were like, what's wrong with this picture? Nah, many motherfuckers. What? That many motherfuckers exactly. even using the toilet. Right. So how we get. You know what? I hate to say it now. This is a little sidebar, but what this reminds me of. Now, working in the development, housing development, and affordable housing development, and I know that a couple of weeks ago, I'm on a, a, a meeting that includes the the uh, property management team and there's a crazy person on the property 
and a crazy man just because he's mad. He decides to take clothes and everything, brand new building, and just start flushing everything down the toilet because he's angry. That sounds a lot like Trump. A sick and crazy fool. Well, hey, this motherfucker. (laughs) Now, the National Archive people who are still dealing with the fallout behind him taking the 15 boxes. Now, they're still dealing with that. But now, they've had to assign a crew to determine what came out of the toilet system. Really? Because That's of course, with his dumb fuck ass, <laughs> he I, I don't I don't know why people think you can just do shit. You know, if you just think. But that where, where does that apply? <laughs> right. When it comes to right the sick and the crazy, the sick and the crazy. Okay, but that team. This, this it is it's still under investigation as to the actual individual contents okay. that were flushed. But that's only as it pertains to the stuff that he tried to destroy. Right. Not pertaining to the classified stuff that was removed and went to Mar-a-Lago mysteriously. Which was just another another diversion. Right. We probably realized, well, there's no way we can get rid of all of this in all these toilets. So let's just take the rest of the shit out of here. Just just take it. Don't leave it behind. the, The 15 boxes to me is indicative of who you let in the White House. Mm. We've had some corrupt, off-the-chain motherfuckers Up in as here. president. Oh, as president, yeah. Okay, now, who mm-hmm. has done the shit that the former President Trump has done? Who? Not even, not even Hoover. Uh, 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 oh um, yeah. Not, I mean, some of the most corrupt presidents. Yeah. I mean, people that these are motherfuckers. Neither Republican nor Democrat will argue with you about certain presidents. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hoover, McKinley. Um, I mean, just on and on and on. And it's like, where did y'all get this one with this kind of corruptness? And remember, this is the same person that used well, behind the scene while he's fooling all of you crazy blind motherfuckers that are believing in eating the poo-poo he is weaponizing news media fake news and all that bullshit yeah. and the people following while behind it right behind the doors in front of your damn near in front of your face he's doing everything corrupt oh no he's exceeded exceedingly corrupt of corruption Okay, I mean, when I put it this way, I knew that the public perception of Trump had changed forever when motherfuckers, the, the Washington Post, the New York Times, on and on and on, L.A. Times, when they Wall Street Journal, mm-hmm. all said that he has outstripped <laughs> all of the corruption of the Nixon administration. Okay. And you have to remember, right. motherfuckers went to federal prison. What no, 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 go home. Yeah, no, no, no. Rightfully so. Prison. Right. They went to prison. Motherfuckers died in jail. Some got out, died. I mean, wow. So this man has got like right now to date, like I, I don't know how many legal cases he has. Oh. But plus, because of that January sixth, which I just became aware of. 
I didn't realize there's tons of private lawsuits against oh, Trump. Honey, honey, literally hundreds. Right. He, there was a, a thing on um, Bachman, Pachman, uh, a reporter on online mm-hmm. on on the uh, internet. Um, I think it was his show. But he ticked off seven major variables happening <laughs> with Trump mm-hmm. right now. Mm. And he didn't include the uh, 15 packages of documents. Okay. It didn't include a couple other things. Mm. But his point was politically, socially, financially, mm-hmm. he's fucked. See, because the RNC put a, uh, a provision in place with this 117 million you probably heard that he raised mm-hmm. in two days. Mm. Now, the RNC, and see, this is where the, the student has become a master, but he's forgot who taught him to be a master. In other words, Trump came up through the RNC, mm-hmm. okay, but he forgot who taught him the higher levels of grifting. And who might that have been other than his own family? The RNC. Oh, okay. Okay. So what has happened now is that, yeah, yeah. Trump can claim he raised $117 but guess what? He has no access to that money. It can't be used for his legal troubles. Okay, thank you. Okay. Okay. It's all on his own. In all words, like, oh, no, no. We'll we'll give you credit Mm -hmm. for raising it, Mm. but you're not going to run it. Mm -hmm. Because we all know what's getting ready to happen. We getting ready to throw your ass to the wolves and claim, look, look, we did all we could. We couldn't control him. The motherfucker was nuts. He's a grifter. Blah, 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 blah. So... When the shit hits the fan, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be a Trump shitstorm. Okay. But the RNC is going to be able to divorce themselves from it and say, well, you know, there's 117 mil we got over here. So he's got a host of just uh, oh, mess going on. So apparently the, or- the Trump organization was a defendant in the Washington, D.C. Uh, civil suit against their inaugural, uh, the inaugural committee. Trump inaugural committee, yeah, for wrongly paying nonprofit funds, of course, to Trump organization and family. And then there is a bigger hit that was in the last couple of weeks, which his own accountants, Mazars USA? Mazars. Yes. Cut his throat. Dumped him like evening trash. <laughs> like he was hot. Right. Okay. <laughs> wow. See, in Mazars, Mazars is the top 15 accounting firms in the world, mm-hmm. not the country. Okay, yeah. Because the planet. Right. Mm. And they dump you. And say explicitly, look, hey. We we you know how accountants work. Okay. We rec- tell the client what we need. Yeah. The client submits it and we work with it. Right. We did not know all that other shit. <laughs> yeah, we we ain't got nothing raise, to do with that dirt. Raise it to uh get loans, lower the valuations <laughs> to get taxes lowered. Yeah. We don't have nothing to do with that. Right. We don't See, and that comes stuff. back to the boy this mm-hmm. uh CFO. Uh the Jew boy. <laughs> 
the CFO for Trump organization. They indicted him. Mm. Uh, short motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> what is that motherfucker's name? <laughs> but he he is in the his position. Uh huh. Since Mars Marsars or Marsairs or whatever they and Mazars it, or whatever Mazars. Mm-hmm. Whatever. When, once I heard that announcement from them. Uh, Weis, Weis, Weiselberg. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Weiselberg. Mm-hmm. Who in the Trump organization hmm. would have been the reporting party from the Trump organization to Mazars? Weiselberg. Mm. Mm. See, and they've already they've already sort of mm, given right, him a, right, a right, glimpse right. Yes. of what how ugly it could be. Uh, his his kid, his daughter, is somebody. Mm-hmm. I think it's a daughter. Got a, a a condo. Didn't pay a penny. Did report it on their taxes. Mm-hmm. Trump organization didn't report it on theirs. Hmm. Okay. Was don't tell me it was in one of the Trump <laughs> buildings. Of course. Oh Lord have mercy. Okay. okay. What else would it be? I mean, you know, the no. obvious. The brother on the corner at the liquor store know better. <laughs> right, right, right. No, no, right. no, man. You, no, no. I'll leave. I'll leave. You can't. Wow. That's not the way you, you can wow. do that. Wow. But I bring I bring that up because what has happened is that those that are able to get out mm-hmm. are getting out. While they're able, while they're you able, yeah, and that's why Mazars said, Mazars, whatever, exit, baby, yeah, it it enough personal. of this. It just be. It ain't personal. It's, it's business. business. We out, okay? Because we not, we know where you going. We we already see at the end of the hall. Yeah, we already see the, the, the big metal doors that swung open <laughs> and the flames. <laughs> okay, we can see that from that where inferno. We are. You know that inferno. And we ain't we ain't going there with you, baby. The one that you came from, that you're going okay. back to. Oh gosh! But it, it's, I think it's a but time. It's real. A lot of stuff that I feel like a lot of stuff that people know, mm-hmm. sort of unconsciously, you know, sort of just have assumed that certain shit is a certain way. As it comes to the front page of the world. It's going to be interesting to see how many motherfuckers have to take cover. Hmm. Have to run, hide, dark, you know, camouflage, whatever the fuck. Because the, the fallout yeah. is going to be eternal. Exactly. It's fucking eternal. Because whatever's going on, I mean, now we're, we're in, since uh, he left office, what, uh, going on, it's not um, going on two years. Yeah. It's only been almost two years. Now we're approaching twenty twenty four, which is going. We gonna see all dust kicked up, kick up. Well, see, I'm gonna tell you something that I like. I really, really appreciate this. The Democratic Central Committee has committed to kicking up the dust now. Mm-hmm. And they they don't even put the limitations on it for twenty twenty two. They're saying, we're going to do it now. Do it now? Right now. Yeah. Start snatching the covers. Mm -hmm. Start, you know, (laughs) exposing people. Yeah. Putting people on front street. Right. 
And I think 2022 is going to be... Be smart. Don't be, you know... I think 2022 is going to be a resounding, unexpected success for the Democrats, Hmm. which is going to sit the Republicans crazy. They're just going to damn near jump off the the closest cliff Hmm. for 2024. Mm -hmm. Because, see, this... uh, For example, this one issue, I saw a piece, I think it was Rachel Maddow. Her, Her... her presentation was, we know what the Republicans say they want to do, okay? We know what they want to do in terms of the voting populace, the electorate. Mm-hmm. We know what they want to do in 2022. We know what they believe they can do based on 2022's results, what they believe they can do in 2024. Mm. She said, but now, what happens? What happens? when all these other variables begin to intervene, okay? So, yeah, you want Bush to run for president. Fantastic. What happens when he gets banned? Hmm. And that that banning Uh. is going to cause almost an inevitable boycott of the presidential election by the Trumpers. Huh. See, if you ban Trump from running, right. a whole lot of them motherfuckers, they fuck you. Yeah, they're going to do... I ain't for none of that shit. Yeah, well, well, you remember when he went around, he told told the people don't vote. Okay. Yeah. It's corrupt. I, don't I vote. Never, how the fuck are you a candidate don't vote because, in an election be, and you remember, tell Remember, this is a vote? man, this is a man that thinks and believes. He could change the rules of everything. Oh, yeah. This or, is how we going to do worse, it now. No rules apply to him. No, Exactly. Now, I no can change supplies. them. I can change them. Right. But none of that shit applies to me no way. Because <laughs> exactly. I am dear leader. That's all you need to know. And that, I'm going to tell you, the first time I saw that shit in, in <laughs> writing, it was like, oh, see, I'm fucking around with that, that Hitler shit. See, that's okay. That, that's that. Uh, that's uh, what Mussolini that, that, in Italy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Franco in Spain. There we go. This this and none there of this new. Go. It's all old hat. Right. Old hat. There we go. All the different current neo fascists mm-hmm. in South America, Eastern mm-hmm. Europe, okay, all of them are just tickled. <laughs> but you you motherfuckers don't understand. Right. It didn't work with Hitler. It didn't work with Mussolini. It didn't work with Franco in Spain. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> you got all these unlearned, uneducated. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, passive and, and believers, people, who and believe believers, that they could do it. We can, right? And right. that that is always a, 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 a bad step a by step there march to hell. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> straight there hell. it is. Ain't nobody else succeeded in doing this shit. You gonna do the same fucking steps and say that you will prevail? The dumb old stuff. Okay, okay. dumb old. Yeah, yeah. So, next we have... Yes, we have. We have Kim... Okay, first of all, I got to talk about uh, uh, the recent sentencing in the last couple of days of uh, Kim Potter, um, who fatally shot Dante Woods. The judge uh, uh, sentenced Kim Potter a couple of days. First of all, just a quick overview. So, the state of Minnesota versus Kim Potter... 
And uh, it's interesting. I came across an article which was by the, I believe, the Law Review. And this was back, and the article was back from May 2021 after, you know, the incident happened. They wrote this, you know, it was a big, extensive, article. extensive article. And to summarize, there's a couple of things that was brought out in the article is that the legal issue here is more nuanced. It says that uh, whether Potter was careless in drawing her gun, uh, that was one issue. But under the, uh, un- under the circumstances, they're saying it was reasonable for Potter to have fired that weapon at right. Now, they used the Supreme Court case 2004, Brousseau versus Haugen, and there's a couple other cases, two yeah. other cases yeah. outlined that suggest that this was to support it. Now, the courts <clears throat> then in May 2021 found that it was reasonable for Potter to believe that Wright was posed a risk of harm uh, to innocent bystanders, officers on the scene, and other motorists mm-hmm. on the highway, on the roadway because he fled. However, now the prosecutors were challenged to prove the second element of manslaughter charge and that Potter consciously took a chance of causing death or greater bodily harm to Wright. That was their challenge. Now, fast forward to December. The uh, prosecutors convinced the jury that her mistake was so reckless that it was criminal. Yeah. Now they they were successful in that. Yeah. And after seven several days of deliberation, a jury unanimously unanimously convicted her on both uh, the two manslaughter counts that she faced. Now found guilty on first second degree manslaughter for firing a firearm instead of her taser. Now a little bit background on Potter. Well, before going there. Just a couple of days ago this week, Judge Regina Chu sentenced Potter. She was uh, returned, as did the family, for her sentencing. She was sentenced to only 16 months, a total of 24, with some she served, of prison. The the sentence was actually 24 months with eight months for time served. Time served. Yeah. And the remainder on supervised release. Yeah. Now, this has really stirred up all kind of people that day in court some some kind of uh, uh, conflict occurred, and I just read about this, which I didn't know, that uh, uh, Dante Wright's sister ended up being arrested right, and uh, for assault, allegedly. Well, and she, it, al- she also told the bitch, I will kill you. I will find you. I will send people. She said that to you. Potter, the officer? She, that, she got the message to Potter. Okay. Put it that way. I, somehow I, don't know, the I know it involved uh, his uh, Dante's son's mother, China Whitaker. Yeah. And his and, and her brother, their brother. So mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. They well, haven't but said, but one way or the <clears throat> other, his family, and I know it involved the mother of one of his children mm-hmm. and his sister. Pretty sure that was it. Yeah, that's but, it. And brother, brother was and there. brother, but but. One of the women went full bore. Mm. You know, she just told us, bitch, I got you. I got you. No, no. I got you. They can do whatever the fuck they want to in the courtroom. I got you. Whatever they did, I hope that they're not, you know, she doesn't get some stupid, silly 
shit that really is going to cause her resulting her doing any kind of time yeah. for you know I understand emotions are really high as hell mm-hmm. come and think about it because the mother was up there crying in you know the little press uh, uh, you know talk there and she says y'all killed my son twice I totally empathize with that mother it's, it's just hurtful you know for everybody and then look at the state of Minnesota again Minnesota's off the chain. I mean, off the chain. They're they're Jack. They ain't too much healing in in the future right now. But it's gonna take a minute. Oh no, it's gonna take some time. It's gonna take quite it's a gonna time. Take some time. Cause they but see, this is. I firmly believe, based on experience and exposure, I firmly believe that the more unrestrained. Uh, out of control behavior of a sworn enemy mm, yeah. will force you into situations that you don't want to be in. See, I mean, I don't think uh, the the sister or the uh, sister and the mother of his a kid. Yeah, I don't think either one of them are crazy. No, but I think no. that I think if if I had to sit in that courtroom. Mm-hmm. And watch you motherfuckers manipulate this shit and know where it's going. Yeah. That I may have needed to be restrained. Right. Okay. Okay. So I would have needed to be needed to have been restrained to keep me from doing what I don't know I shouldn't do and don't want to do. But how much disrespect are you going to take? How much hatred are you going to take? You know, this How is really dark. Can you imagine being uh, the family in any of these court situations? Any of them. Any of them. But especially in this one <clears throat> where basically they slapped her on her fucking wrist. Oh, my God. Let's just, just back a human up. life. Let's just back up. So when the judge announces the sentence and she takes a deep breath, and she's choking back her own tears. I understand, Miss Potter, the the strain and stress this has been, not only in the with the family but also with you. This is a very unfortunate situation. It was not an egregious situation that compares with what happened. You know, in Minnesota previously with George or with George Floyd or any other situation. And she she gives excuses. So when I'm watching this, I almost already have to brace myself because I know what she's preparing all of the observers for. Which is a light slap on the wrist. Slap on the wrist. She gives a long precursor leading to a choking back her own tears. Yeah. Because what's coming after this is pretty good. What's coming after this is going to be more painful than anything else that I've said before, before this, or that you've witnessed. Mm -hmm. And that's that's why, as far as I'm concerned, she probably won't survive her short incarceration. Hmm. So sad. You know, the National Law Review in May, also part of that article, presented the question, 
Why bring an unwinnable case against Potter? They said this back in May, yeah. almost a year ago. Yeah. And it's one one month after the incident, Potter still has had not been indicted. Okay, when the charges against Potter, uh, and they are saying futuristically speaking, if this is May, when the charges eventually are dismissed, those who expected more will lose faith in the the rule of law. What's left on their confidence in our justice system will become the second casualty of this sad ass event. And I threw in the word ass. Every case. Mm. Every mm. single freaking case mm-hmm. where they have murdered people of the African <clears throat> diaspora, whatever the flag it happened under, mm-hmm. whatever the ism of the government that it happened Black under. Black or brown. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because you keep killing us. Mm. And getting away with it. And, and, and getting slapped the, on the, the wrist. The quote from Che Guevara, which very few people understand that Che said this, Mm -hmm. the one that you've been programmed to think was a (laughs) madman, okay? But Che Guevara said, revolution is the most extreme act of love. Love, not hatred, not racism, not militarism. When When what you love in your life becomes without value, becomes just another sacrifice, then the people that remain are motivated to act out that love. And like in a lot of cases, when you hurt, when you hurt people or, or well, people that, that folks love, they will be very extreme. Hmm. That's well said. Now, this is a sidebar. Speaking of Che Guevara, do you believe he was a racist or not? Who, che? Yes. Now, let me first explain why I say this. Now, this has been a few years ago, and this is a, a, a it was a deep documentary. I'm trying to think, was it focused on Che or not? But it was focused on the revolutionary activities of Che and surrounding... The leadership uh, of the Cuban Revolution. Yeah, from Cuba, but also to South America, and also at points of involving African soldiers in uh, what was going in, uh, I think it was Central or South America, Mm -hmm. when they, uh, his involvement there. And because they also, uh, I can't remember the country, it wasn't Nicaragua, but they uh, also employed uh, Cuban soldiers in that revolution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there is uh, uh, evidence of him making reference to the African uh, soldiers, but in, in also to in reference to the black Cubans, because we know uh, mm-hmm. within Cuba there was racism, uh, you know, for oh, yeah. a long time because there yeah. were years. Well, of, that's who that's who ran Cuba for the white folks was the white Cubans. Well, of course. Okay. So, but what most people don't know is that there was a whole slaughter mm-hmm. in uh, of uh, you know extermination of of black Cubans in the early nineteenth uh, century. Yeah. You know, and big, when, huge graves back in the 19th century, early, early 1900s. I know, but I'm saying, but if, if you, 
it's no yeah, mystery. That's why that's why Castro ultimately, you know, came to rose to the occasion. Oh, yeah. Now, but Che uh according to uh the documentaries and words that are quoted by him that are documented that he referred to the African soldiers and black Cuban soldiers as worthless and useless, like they weren't worth their time, effort, or aired and breathe and breathe. When it came to revolution, it's like they were stupid and dumb and useless. I believe, based on my own <clears throat> research, mm-hmm. including the stuff you mentioned mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other stuff, okay, I believe that that was part of a counterintelligence program conducted by the United States because they were seeking, the United States was seeking to build an excuse for invading Cuba. Are you saying that the United States kind of conjured up this thing? Because this documentary did not shed him. And in fact, it 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 heralded him. Yeah, yeah. It, this great person. Right. So but it it was is, not a pro. Be... It was not a conservative by any means. No, no, no that's that, that's not yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. The best counterintelligence mm-hmm. is that which has elements of the truth in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now mm-hmm. I heard without any verification mm-hmm. or or documentation, mm-hmm. I heard that one of the reasons that Che left Cuba and went to South America was because of breaks with the Cuban Communist Party. Mm -hmm. You know, that's believable, as with many. Many, okay. You know, yeah, Um, parties. But I believe that that they took that kernel, that little kernel of truth, and grew it into this whole thing where he was attacking African liberators, he was attacking mm-hmm. African soldiers, he was mm-hmm. attacking Afro-Cubans, on and on and mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. But the reality is some of the last support that Che received before he bit the dust mm-hmm. was from black Brazilians, black Colombians, mm-hmm. black Paraguayans, mm-hmm. black South American Which folks. is not questionable from right. that side of things right. to me. Because no matter what he thought and said, and even if that was his personal little racism, he still was respected amongst these people Based in different on countries. What he had done. Yeah. But I really, I really have always believed since the first time I heard it that you know Che Guevara is a racist. Che Guevara is this. Che Guevara is that. He's counter revolutionary. Blah 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 blah. Well, I don't think he's a counter revolutionary. No, but no, no, I, this is where I have. I'm just gonna my my personal thing. This is where, especially when it comes to that that uh, Latin America colorism, is worse than what people ever really realize. I mean, I historically, know. it's way worse than what we and in America the know. The roots of it are in this country. The roots of it are in the colonial powers that ran South America. Well, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Uh, No, Spanish colonialism is the roots of South America, Central America, Caribbean racism. It is is the Spanish, which, which amazes me, and I have to say this, and I get a little worked up, but particularly, let's go. Let's go to Mexico just for a moment. There's Mexican pride, and I'm with that. I'm all with that. However, 
the Mexican pride is so mixed in and still separating himself from the indigenous people of color. Okay? And it's lost up in this myth and misunderstanding of colonialism really what's really clean more to in, in, in the privilege of that which is that Spanish thing and that presented and they, they were infamous of the shit that they did when it came to colorism they had maps of that shit the meaning that okay mestizos and this and that if you're half this you're half that everything you could think all of all the classifications reflected the same classifications enforced here in this country you didn't the see Spanish but had you, their own shit. They did. And their own words. They documented. They yeah. did pictures. They did colors. They did rules. Yeah. They did all kinds of stuff. There are artwork. Yes, all and it's so it was so documented and penetrable all throughout the different countries from the very tip of South America all the way up where the, where all to slaves went America. through. And and they kept down. On the other hand, once for most countries that the Spaniards, once they were, you know, excavated, Evicted. lost or whatever, <laughs> uh, the the history and the groundwork of what they set in mm-hmm. and the people that ran things, it stayed and it, it was even greater. It was neocolonialism. Right. Neocolonialism, the neocolonialism where you exactly. you get new indigenous rulers who carry well, out the colonial. They're, no, they're, they're, they're. They're very strongly mixed of the upper oh, no, no, I don't race. Mean, I don't mean you know, what I mean is in terms of being they, born they there, come from yeah, that here. country, right? Right? right. That's their from that country. That's their people. Yeah, that's where they're birthed. And place. they treat them worse than yeah. the fucking colonial exactly. powers. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. They the had same, greater. The same thing happened in Angola, which was a Portuguese colony. Oh yeah, the Portuguese okay. were infamous with and, that mess. The the long after Portugal had been run out, right? Long after, right? The uh, MPLA mm-hmm. was the, the organization that led the revolution in, in Angola. Mm. That organization went through its own truth and reconciliation thing. Like they did in South Africa, mm-hmm. they went the, through their yes. own truth and reconciliation process that lasted twelve years, mm. and there wasn't a colonial motherfucker in the room. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was those mm-hmm. that had been deemed the neo-colonialist rulers, yeah, yeah. the white-skinned, right, Angolans, right, and then the there was everybody else, yeah, and the descendants. You know, you but know. that's. The, the last uh, um, uh, corruption trial in Angola mm-hmm. indicted one of the daughters of the leaders of the Angolan Revolution. Mm. Even though her father was a soldier okay, for the MPLA yeah. to drive the Portuguese out of Angola, mm-hmm. they got him out and she ended up being one of the first ones indicted. For stealing, murder, corruption, mm. and so forth and so mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. under the MPLA. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but it's it's a that to me is part of the reason why the 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 whole process of so-called overthrowing the enemy is a, a, a damn near a mystical process because it's it's not over. Right. It's not a ten-year thing. It's not a twenty-year thing. Right. Mandela said. In South Africa, he said, we're looking at a 50 to 100 years. 
Right. But do y'all forget that my yeah. grandfather, yeah, my grandfather opposed these motherfuckers, right? And here I am. I'm an old man, and I'm just now getting to represent my people. <laughs> yeah, after all this time, yeah. And I, okay, they mm-hmm. done took 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah, but that's that's the I think the realities mm. of changing any society is that it will. To bring it home right now in America today, I think there's something to be said for the fact that there are a number of Americans who will literally damn near have to die for them to let go. They're not going to change. Their hatred and and, and, yes, yes, I get it. I get that. Vile poison is only going to get worse and worse. And worse. I mean, it's so. What was I looking at the other day, and I and it, and I thought about this that, you know, what, what is privilege? Yeah. And DNA. Let's say even going back to Angola or mm-hmm. other parts of South Africa that were under Portuguese rule mm-hmm. once upon a time, uh, and the descendants who may not look typically Portuguese as you you and I would say they don't look Portuguese but their descendants their colored people even look like typical Africans they got that great 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 drop of blood of Portuguese and so they're in privileged entitlement they grew up yeah. over the generations of it so the mind is the problem is is the DNAs in the mind well it's the same in America now, and I'm not saying that there's been breeding out of white folks. No, what I'm saying is if slavery occurred, you know, 150 years ago, not even that long, really. And the generations that that say, oh, I'm not prejudiced, but you were raised with a certain mentality and it passed on whether you recognize it or not. Yeah. It's embedded in Prince you. Right. Like the trans phenomenon. Yes. He said, hey, part of the reason you're my enemy is that it's you in my mind. Hmm. Mm. That's that's the real problem. Yeah. The real problem is that I have to deal with your ass because you in here. Mm-hmm. Not just because you're on the street. Yeah. Not just because you got the military and the soldiers and the bombs. Mm. And, mm-hmm. No, 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 no. You're in here. Yeah. And hopefully... Enough of us realize that when we get rid of your ass physically, <laughs> we're going to still be dealing with you psychologically. Mm-hmm. And definitely psychologically. You know, and I, just... I think that's one reason why the Fanon, you know, there are Fanon centers all over the planet mm-hmm. at children's hospitals. Do tell. Okay. Including this, this country. Yeah. But all over the planet. Okay. Because a lot of what he was working and, and and teaching and expounding on was part of what we're talking about. <clears throat> My father was a slave. I'm not a slave. Why do I have to fight the same enemies that my father did? Mm-hmm. Because they're in my head. Okay. They're in my mind. They're in my soul. And that's that's what I think globally. We're looking at, I think, that we're reaching a certain point of maturation, a certain point, a jumping off point Mm -hmm. before anything else 
different and new can happen. Mm. But I think in this America, America in, in America right now, I think part of the challenge is that you got grandparents yeah. who literally have discarded their younger generations. What do you mean that totally I mean, step away? That the ones, the away. ones that are Trumpers, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. they look at the younger generations in their family, and they see them as enemies. Now, you think because their ideology is so different, it's not just because the music is different or no, 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 no. this I, is I, different. I part of it is ideological, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think another part of it is that the elders want what they want period fuck all y'all fuck all y'all under 50 or under 40 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fuck all of y'all that are related to me mm-hmm. and that talk about you know human rights civil rights the things that people save, talk about me, which is so starkly different from all, the issues of when people you know all the generations came up uh-huh how can i how can i at 70 Tell my daughter at 38, my grandsons at 17 and 14, mm-hmm. how can I tell them that the issues they're confronted with are not relevant? I don't have to agree with them or not. Tell me this. What are the issues in, to, from you as a grandparent and a father? Mm-hmm. What kind of issues do you think that they're concerned with? Well, based on a very recent recent conversation, Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. we were talking about the grandson's use of technology. Mm -hmm. I told him, I don't don't judge you because you responded to the programming. The programming is do what we say. So that means buy the games, play the games, by the technology, but don't link it to your quality of life. Now, that's your advice to him? Yes. Okay. The 17-year-old and the 14-year-old. Yes, yes, got it. And that discussion brought daughter in as their parent because it, 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 it clicked some shit for her. Because, see, I told her, I said, listen, I'm not holding you or them Liable for what either one of y'all are doing. Mm-hmm. I understand the programming. Did she come to defend? No, no based I'm on what you say, or just just to comment. What she was really saying mm-hmm. was that because I'm your parent, I've had to wrestle with this way before this conversation. Let me ask you this. What kind of games are they playing? Are they violent games? Are they mind-controlling games? I mean, all games are kind of mind-controlling after a period. stereotypically, Mm -hmm. that's the games they're playing. Okay. They're playing the GTA. Mm -hmm. They're playing the uh, 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 Call of Duty. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They're playing all these games. Now, it begs one to wonder, though, really. Yeah. There's a short-term effect and a long-term effect, which we're not really clear yet, right? Well, I'm, I'm already because one of the one of the issues that the 17-year-old brought up, Yaman C.A., he said he has already gotten emails from the U.S. military. 
<laughs> I remember what, playing the games. Hello. I'm call, sorry. Call I have to duty. laugh. Call of Duty. Hello. There it is. See, and Call <laughs> of Duty is, is a specific yeah. game yeah. where they wear uniforms. Yeah. They got rank. Yeah. Listen, you have the Air Force already soliciting yeah. for kids who are really scoring high on certain type of games. Of Isn't no wonder? Now, what about the games where people are scoring high as criminals and shooting, killing people? I mean, you They're know. They're being recruited. Yeah. They're being recruited. Yeah. yeah. There could be, you know, undercover. It could be all kind of things, yeah. espionage, all kind of things. Well, even, so even if, if you think about it. Even if they're recruited street life. Well, yeah, because if you think about it, there are teams and people that they're already they're in the street life that are playing these games. It's like, yeah, you know. So, yeah, there's already that mentality on all sides. Now, think about let's take a country like China or Asia and whatever games they allow kids to play to master, to fine tune certain skills and talent is deliberate. Because so, they will become part of the efforts to market it in the next 50 years. Yes. Yeah. But exactly. the deliberate training and programming, mm-hmm. the youth can't and the people that are engaged in this can't see. You've got people that are becoming addicted. And I understand, you know, in a way that like gambling online. Yeah, that's what it is. Huge addiction. So you've got games that are for Instead youth. Instead of money, it's power. Yeah. But some of them now they're getting caught up in the oh, money, yeah, too. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, award the my, rewards one of the things and Yamasie, stuff. The seventeen-year-old brought up mm-hmm. was that he had an offer to participate in the Call of Duty marathon, mm. and even the lower levels were paying a thousand to twenty-five hundred to five thousand dollars. Now, I will say this on one side because at one time, this is years ago, I worked for a tech short-term. Um, well, I worked for a tech publisher. But what was very interesting is like almost like working with the companies because we worked with different companies and authors who mastered and wrote these books. So let's say take gaming as mm-hmm. one topic. And really where you have people that are becoming really masterful in certain games, uh, then it's to the company's benefit to mm-hmm. find these people and bring them in. Some there's incentives, there's money, there's awards, and sometimes the people are so masterful that they end up hiring these very young people. They start, you know, yeah. earning this come. To me, if you could turn it into some kind of positive in some way. Your mom's you know, seventeen. Right. He got He's one offer age. last year when he was sixteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he had ranked I said thing he's like 115, I mean, these games are globals now as far as competition. So the recognition, the attention becomes global. global. It's global. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're a bad motherfucker. That's where we are. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's it. With that, I think that's an extension of what Vibe Juice is really after. Mm. Okay? I think we really want to know what the fuck is really going on. Hello, folks. If you heard that, that's what we want to know. What the hell is really going on? And you know what? We need to hear from you to contribute to that. We're just touching and scratching the surface. But we need that to hear from you. Take it in depth. And take it in depth. Because we could take this to a whole nother level. This We just scratched on something, and we really need to segue this into mm-hmm. a deeper conversation. Because this yeah. is real stuff. And on that note, you people, we're going to close 
This was a really, really wonderful and good session. Oh, I do want to mention that for the next episode uh, on the Vibe Juice, be sure that you uh, watch the docu-series in four episodes called, uh, it is called Lincoln's Dilemma. And it is a journey to the end of slavery. It's narrated by Jeffrey Wright. And this uh, docu-series examines the inside issues of humanity and political morality facing Lincoln and the pressures he faced at a time that the country was greatly divided. And this is a good time to view something like this, particularly after uh, the resurrection, just to bring everything into perspective. So on Booty Juice, we will be talking about Lincoln's dilemma. So... For this episode of the Vibe Juice, we want to say again, thank you for vibing with we. Be sure to like, follow, and share the Vibe Juice. Until next time. Oh, and also subscribe and make sure that you leave us with a five-star rating. Quick announcement. At the Oakland Museum of California, Afrofuturism. An extremely, extremely brilliant exhibit ends on February 28th. Oh, wow. If you can get there, get there and check it. All I'll tell you is come prepared to be shocked over and over and over. Wow. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Afrofuturism. Awesome. I love it. Okay, y'all. Again, thanks for vibing with we. Until next time. Black. Stay black.